If the truth is out there, why haven't we heard from it yet? Welcome to Episode 6 of A Short Break for Science, The Fermi Paradox. Last week we discussed the Drake Equation, and the best estimates for that say that there should be approximately 1 billion habitable worlds in the Milky Way, and of those billion, 1 million should be currently supporting life. Current searches for exoplanets is bearing that out as we refine the variables in the Drake Equation. But we've not heard anything yet that we can't pin on a natural source. And that bothered an Italian-American physicist in the early 20th century by the name of Enrico Fermi. He was the creator of the first nuclear reactor, the Chicago Pile 1. And while working at Los Alamos National Laboratory, he and a couple of his friends wondered this. The summer of 1950, a full 11 years before Drake formulated his equation, Fermi was on lunch break with Edward Teller, Herbert York, and Emil Konopinski. Before then, they were discussing the possibility of an extraterrestrial civilization having developed faster-than-light travel and the ability to colonize other solar systems. This is a bit different than the Drake Equation because the Drake Equation is all about the total number of intelligent civilizations, whereas Fermi and his group of friends wanted to know more about those that were actually spacefaring. Well, the story goes that while on their way to lunch, based on previous conversations, Fermi just explained something very similar to, where is everybody? And that was the beginning of the Fermi paradox. If life is so abundant in the Milky Way, certainly at least a few of those civilizations had to be spacefaring and colonizing, and at least one of them should have contacted us by now. So Fermi weighed the overwhelming probability of extraterrestrial life with the dead silence of space. And over the years, people have tried to explain the Fermi paradox. It could be that we are the first intelligent species in the Milky Way. And we need to focus on the Milky Way because that's really our local group. Because the universe is expanding so quickly, we're kind of confined to that area, social distancing on a stage writ large. It may be that intelligent life is very, very common, but because of this expansion, it's all too isolated to easily make contact. It could be that every other civilization is not yet advanced enough to space be spacefaring or to send out radio signals. Or it could be that they are so advanced that we're late to the game and they're communicating with something we can't even detect now. It could be that we're all listening for signals but not really working on transmitting them. Or, in a beautiful flash of paranoia and reasonability, it could be that every other civilization is trying to deliberately hide themselves from us because we may be a backwater civilization for all we know. All of this was kind of cemented in what was called the Great Filter, or some people just say a series of filters. And the Great Filter is anything that blocks life from either springing up in the first place or becoming advanced enough to make contact or to become spacefaring. 
the biggest filter might be something called abiogenesis. Abiogenesis is where life did not spring from a series of chemical reactions. Abiogenesis may prove that life is too difficult to spring up in most places, and that would make us, at the very least, rare, if not unique, among the stars. It may be that the rise of technological intelligence, aka artificial intelligence, destroys its creators before they have a chance to actually get off their world. Could be that civilizations have a tendency to destroy themselves before they can make contact, or they just simply don't have the resources. This brings us to what's known as the Kardashev scale, which in its simplest form, there are three levels that a civilization can employ all the energy and resources from their surrounding areas. A type one Kardashev civilization can use all the energy and resources on its planet, a type two, its planetary system, and a type three, the galaxy in which it finds itself. Now, we certainly know there's not a type three Kardashev civilization in the Milky Way because we would, by necessity, be a part of it. We've not seen any evidence of a type one or a type two. So for right now, all we can really do is continue listening with SETI and hope that we find something that is unmistakably and as a guarantee extraterrestrial and answer the question, are we truly alone and solve Fermi's paradox. This has been a short break for science episode six. I'll see you all next week.